0: This is Two Noobs, One Pod, where we take a beginner's mindset to learn about new things from the people who know it. I'm Sally.
1: And I'm Andy, and we know shit. And only because like <laughs> we we just done this for a few weeks and a few episodes, and we're <laughs> learning from, from the best, either each other or our friends.
0: Exactly. And this week, we have a very special guest of Andy. Hello. Um, <laughs> welcome, Andy. Thanks for coming all the way down <laughs> to the pod to uh to share some knowledge. Um yeah, it, was,
1: it was quite a plain ride. I hated it. <laughs> but no. right.
0: So before we kick it off um on this week's topic, wanted to check in and see what have you been watching? What have you been into since we last caught up?
1: Okay, there's um, so much. <laughs> There's so much, but I just want to talk about Dune because
0: ah, that's like Dune. the big
1: thing that happened. Have you seen it yet?
0: I have not seen Dune. I've not, not seen, seen it. Dune. I've seen the Met or not the Met Gala. I've seen the oh. whatever red carpet where they. Oh, the the shots because yes. every
1: freaking beautiful person in Hollywood is in this movie.
0: It is, yeah. I mean,
1: it's, <laughs> got yeah, Zendaya. they're
0: everywhere. They look amazing. Timothée,
1: Timothée Chalamet, Timothee, that
0: jawline. <laughs> Drawing, I
1: mean, Oscar Isaac, Thanos, God. um, <laughs> Javier Bardem is on. in this movie. The list goes on, yeah. So I'm sure you've seen all the beautiful but, people everywhere.
0: I've seen um, all of that, but does the movie live up to the hype? <laughs>
1: uh, I think it depends on who you ask for. I think for me, I it kind of met my expectations. So I'm a Dune nerd. I'm a guy. I'm a, a Dune guy. I read the book when I was like 14. <laughs> and like, I read all, and then subsequently I read every single one of them. So there's six books in this like sci-fi epic. There's, and six I, I'm assuming books? we haven't read this yet. Yeah, I'm assuming we haven't read this yet. Yeah, no. Um Yeah, written by Frank Herbert. Um, yeah, we don't need to go too deep into this mythology, but there's a lot of mythology here. And I think, and it gets into weird shit, like, act, act, like batchit, batchit, weird shit, like, like cyborg, sandworm, human hybrids, like a centaur with like like weird psychedelic drugs that make you like be able to see the past present and future at the same time, but it's addictive. Like, like cocaine would be. So,
0: whoa,
1: yeah, this book was written in the sixties. So, I mean, it's okay. kind of a, it kind of makes sense, right? Frank Herbert. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I could, I could see that. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, okay. but yeah,
1: so, but this film, I think, yeah, I think I'm curious to hear your thoughts when you finally see it, because it's, it's, there's a lot of stuff in it and like, I, from what i've talked to friends who haven't read the book or seen anything like they do a good job of kind of introducing you to this wild world with like all the people in the world building like even if you know nothing about it so i'm curious to see if that's your experience as well but like coming from someone who's like who knows everything about it like i found it cool because like my brain would just fill in the stuff that's unsaid or like he would have visual kind of notices of like the stuff reference stuff in the world that if you know what it is like, it's like oh i know what that is and your brain kind of fills in the blank. So I think for me, that was really cool. Just seeing like all the stuff that I imagined, like just be in reality. Whoa. And yeah. And then Denis Villeneuve is like the director and he did Blade Runner 2049 and mm-hmm. Arrival. And like, yeah, it's, it's going to be a, a gorgeous movie. Nevertheless, oh. that's what you're getting into. I um, but yeah, excited. it's, and if yeah. you want to delve into, I mean, I'll just introduce this kind of like, there's themes of like, like this, the white messiah like this kid is like the chosen one he lands on desert planet like he's his job is to like kind of like tame the natives so to speak that's a terrible way of putting it but that's kind of what they're doing and Whoa. it's um it's interesting because you, you you get into like kind of interesting themes like there's like these religions that are kind of in like in like a seated by this this shadowy organization that a sisterhood that kind of goes around all these different new worlds and kind of plants the seeds for like these, these like messiah messianic figures just to like but in their own self-interest because they had this like plan whoa yeah
0: okay yeah there's so,
1: lots yeah. of layers here there's um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh... I, yeah yeah i could probably talk about another three hours of this, of this but all that to say yeah. it's it's beautiful and i'm i'm really really curious to see how people react to like the rest of the series because like i told you it gets weird <laughs> Wait,
0: but for so now it's this... really cool Yeah, so are they doing theoretically six movies?
1: If we'll see. So actually, yesterday I think they actually greenlit the second part of the movie. So oh, by the way, this is part one of the first book.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: So when you watch this, it's like it's not gonna like have a full resolution. I think that's not a spoiler, just because it's yeah. (laughs) Don't expect like a fake thing, but like it it it's good that they're. I think they're um, planning on making at least two and i think Denis, the director he uh he's definitely said his vision is to like, do the first two books in three movies wow okay yeah. so we get like kind of a, a full storylines like a trilogy um it sounds
0: ish. almost like star wars esque where it's like creating this yeah. universe and this oh absolutely
1: like
0: religion and like i don't know these different places and um not yeah. just places but like different cultures and cultures, like, made like up planets, things or, yeah. yeah planets it's all about like immersing in a world um that's, this, that's like, funny you mentioned
1: star wars because like star wars like was heavily influenced by this
0: oh really this book.
1: yeah oh. like this this movie this book is famously hard to film like many people have tried to do it and like they've failed at it and so it's kind of it's been it's been um uh, known as like unfilmable and so like yeah i think a lot of the parts a lot of this was like influenced influenced george lucas and like all these other sci-fi films so it's yeah if anything this is like the og version <laughs> oh
0: very cool okay well i am looking forward yeah, to dune i'm glad uh, that you i mean as someone who's read the book <laughs> and knows their stuff about dune i think it says a lot that um that you liked it
1: yeah you know? no, i, I like, enjoyed like, it when as i read the book i, f- I have
0: yeah. expectations and i'm like oh, don't make this person look like a, a dummy you know like i want yeah. it to be good
1: yeah um, i don't i don't yeah. have like I mean, I could probably nitpick it, but I don't have yeah. overall like I don't hate it. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah. It's, I think it's beautiful. It's good to watch, but um, yeah. Me. What have you been watching okay. recently, if not Dune yeah.
0: content? Let's see. I have been uh, getting really excited about Spooky Season. It's mm. Halloween time. Yeah. Plus, I'm. I mean, I'm always watching some sort of horror thing. Um, but we just finished uh, Midnight. Mess. Oh, mass. Oh, I've heard good things
1: about this. I haven't seen this yet, but I've heard yeah, good things.
0: Yeah, it's um, it is on Netflix. It's an original series, uh, like a limited original series, and it has a lot of the cast from Haunting of Hill House. Um, hmm. uh, what was the other one? Oh, Bly Manor. It's like a It's the similar cast and um, director, and so you might see some familiar faces, but. Yeah, I I don't know. I was kind of not loving the trailers, but it gets okay. um it's takes place in um like the upper like East Coast Northeast and it's this like sleepy shipper uh sorry, not shipper. Uh, fisherman town okay. and they're it's like about Uh, spirit like not spirituality about the church uh Ah, but like particularly the catholic church um there's like one church in town and (laughs) um their uh preacher like not preacher priest whatever their priest goes like missing and then he comes back and then weird shit happens and it's not like it's more suspenseful than horror like scary um but it has a lot of like commentary on the church and what is like what is God what is not God like who (laughs) yeah it's it gets very like what happens when we die and the ending I was like a little murph about but um, I just it was kind of slow too but I loved it I don't know okay I really like slow
1: slow burn but it's it gets and it gets. It's not quite as like horror slashy, but it's more. It's just like kind of thrilling stencil and it kind of gets into deeper themes. Right. That sounds cool. Exactly. I'm into that. that yeah, like Doom. <laughs>
0: yeah. I know. Yeah, I guess uh, going into the winter, everyone's getting what spiritual. Religious. yeah
1: make make peace with whatever you're peace into, with like, your stuff
0: before winter yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: sure yeah i don't know it gets cold <laughs> and then you want to yeah mean it does in it's peace. like what does
0: this all mean um <laughs> but yeah okay that was yeah that was a good one all
1: wow. right I'm, I'm gonna add that to my list too then i think um that, that sounds interesting I, I both like so something that's both like kind of interesting to watch and it kind of hooks you in but also like leaves you with something to think about or talk about with people i think those are like kind of the the, the shows and movies that i tend to like too, right if it's something that sticks with you i think that's right that's right. Right?
0: yeah if you're thinking about it after exactly i know so that we, was um that was a good one yeah
1: we need to name that uh, that phenomenon i've been thinking about this this is i mean probably for another day but like the phenomenon where, like, when you see something like that's really good, like the test is mm. like, yeah, like you think about it afterwards, or you Google it, or you like want to talk about it, and if something makes you care that much, it makes you do that. That's like that's a thing, right? That's a that's a phenomenon, right? I don't know, <laughs> like the <laughs> I
0: think like back in school the Google test, like, I don't know. yeah, exactly. It'd be like <laughs> oh, like brand resonance or like brand, perception. <laughs> I don't know. It's like brand do you remember resonance. This thing? Yeah, yes. they're Would like take A survey exactly, basically, <laughs> rate this on. Um, yeah, um, definitely. Well, speaking of spirituality content, um, something that I've been really curious about is a, the cult's following around shoes, uh, <laughs> and sneakers.
1: It's so, very spiritual. You got to pray to whatever whatever gods you have in order to buy these things because that's what it takes now it is.
0: No, it sounds like it. And yeah, it it sounds like it's a lot of work. Um, And for our listeners, I always see Andy with these like awesome sneaks and he's usually um, Mm. like, I feel like you will sometimes share like, oh yeah, like there's this X event or Y thing that I'm paying attention to for this. Sneaker launch, and I've also noticed, um, you know, sneakers come up in the news, either with like Lil Nas X doing his, like, uh, what is it called? <laughs> blood like, sneakers, the, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, the blood sneakers, and like, <laughs> the WM, I, yeah. And you told me the priced uh, tag on some of these things. I'm just like, WTF, what is going on with these sneakers? Because I think I have pretty cool running shoes. You have good taste.
1: Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> <That too. laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I
0: mean, yeah, but those are that's not what we're talking nice about here. We're not talking about like <laughs> you the ASICs trail running shoes that I'm wearing or whatever, or like a, a casual new balance that you wear or all birds or something. We're talking about sneaks, sneakers. Can you tell us, Andy more, a little bit about um maybe the category or just like your experience with sneakers or these types of like high high priced high like
1: i think (laughs) yeah i don't even know how to give these folks too much credit but yeah fair enough okay um yeah i'm not gonna sit here i'm not i've never been like a sneaker person like all my life i'm not gonna (laughs) sit here and tell you that but i even had that i had my air jordans when i was growing up made my parents buy me them because that's what all the kids wore and that's what you know everyone wanted but I'll say what really got me into um, fo- uh, casual sneaker footwear in recent years is, I mean, honestly, it was like comfort. Like I'm mm-hmm. the guy that used to like just buy one pair of shoes and wear it every day, and but I picked like a really comfortable pair. And so like I I went to the Adidas store one day, and like my coworker told me about these this model called the Ultra Boost. I don't know if you've heard of this. this no. the verb, um, but Adidas makes it. They have it's the cushioning in these shoes it's called boost like boosting up and they're okay, made with these it. like kind of foam pellets um i think uh actually i think it's a german company named, it, it's bass f <laughs> but they they came up with these little pellets that have this like really really like bouncy like cushiony feel and it literally feels like you're walking on clouds oh and I went to the store and tried these on, and I was like, oh my God, I didn't know sneakers could be both comfortable and look pretty cool, too. I mean, they look pretty nice. They were like, had this like sock like fit, and they came in all these colors. I was like, interesting, interesting. And so from there, I kind of just like went into a, a deep, like, uh, rabbit hole of like just r- looking up stuff on the internet. So I w- went deep in the Reddit. I looked on Nike Talk forums. Uh, my coworker was in the sneakers, so he gave me a couple of sites. Um and went from there and like it one thing led to another and like before you know it I have like hundreds of pairs of shoes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, as you can see behind me, there's on the video there's a there's a wall of shoes behind me. Yeah. Um,
0: there's a wall of shoes with <laughs> each sho- uh, each pair of shoes neatly placed in its like through <laughs> container. This is a great which, like novel,
1: the Great American Novel. Yeah, it's like a
0: bookshelf, but
1: sneaks yeah so yeah that's how i first got into it and i think yeah that's that's it that's the story of how i got into them yeah i
0: love that um
1: and i'll tell you like actually this led to another rabbit hole like in recent years i've also like kind of i've also learned about fashion like specifically like men's fashion and how it's that's this is a whole different thing a whole scene let's say um, just because like fall, there's like, you know, i am looking at, I think of things now, like the fall winter collection and the spring summer collection, <laughs> like, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I never there's
0: different seasons for the releases of these things. And, yeah.
1: Um... Like different fashion brands and like, especially as fashion has become really interwoven with, with footwear and sneakers because sneakers are so like popular nowadays. Like you'll see brands like Gucci and like Louis Vuitton and like, mm-hmm your like they're making sneakers part of their their like regular fashion lines or as like i would say like i'd say 10 years ago like that wasn't the case right like when you think when they got fancy like designer menswear you think of like you know i know like really nice leather shoes or loafers or whatnot that aren't like that are not sneakers Mm -hmm. but because like because these things have become so desirable it's, it's it's now become like part and parcel of like greater fashion too so okay
0: yeah no that helps me understand a little bit of like maybe the difference between a regular pair of sneakers that i might buy at a store um retail store versus like something versus sneakers that could be by a designer or they're like special edition of an athletic shoe company like nike um because there's some differences right it's like a higher price point there's like seasonality with and like momentum around the launches every year or what like a few times a year um can you tell me about like how you purchase these like what goes into getting um the sneakers oh man
1: everything (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs> so many things but no that's actually a good that's a really good question um yeah. i'm I, I'm gonna actually kind of delve a little deeper in what you just talked about and like the okay. the seasonal releases for these things because okay so a lot of the the most like sought after sneakers are super limited edition right and they usually tend to be collaborations with designers or like fashion designers and or mm-hmm. celebrities or whatever kind of influencer um that Lead them to be more desirable, and you're right. They are like priced a little more, but at the, I, they're honestly like the retail price for these is like let's say ten to twenty dollars more. So mm-hmm. it's like not, it's not, it's the pricing, the the the, the the expense of these things is coming from the resale market, and we can do- talk about that later. But if you were to buy these, in, if you were lucky enough to buy these in like in a store or like go to a boutique, like they would, it, it it's price premium, but it's not that much more. Oh, really. Um, yeah, that's, that's like twenty bucks more, I'd say. So like, there's Air Jordans in the back, right there. I see, like there's there's the white ones. Yeah. Um, those are off-white Air Jordans. I'm pointing at, sure. um, and I think they would be like twenty dollars more than the, if you were to buy in a normal Jordan. Jordan, those are the Jordan Five up there. It's an off-white Jordan Five, and it would be tw- 20 dollars more than a, a normal Jordan Five at the Nike store.
0: How much is a normal Jordan Five? Just
1: uh, I think it's the store. probably like t- I would say two hundred twenty. So those are two forty five or two fifty.
0: Okay, okay, yeah, and if you yeah, were, I mean, um, let's see, yeah, yeah, that is mm-hmm. a lot, but um, it's not like thousands or something, it's like, yeah, yeah it's the like retail hundreds. prices, yeah,
1: um, mm-hmm. okay,
0: okay, um, and um,
1: yeah. yeah, and then the reason I've kind of brought fashion earlier is that, yeah, a lot of these shoes are like introduced on like the runway, right? Like Paris Fashion Week, mm-hmm. they'll have like undercover or like, I don't know, yeah, these fashion brands that if they end up collaborating with nike on uh uh, the season like they'll have the models wear those shoes down the runway and so like they are they're kind of like timed with the fashion releases too as they become more intertwined so that's like the that's the intersection there (laughs) oh yeah Um, okay yeah and yeah okay so to, to, to buy these things is a whole rigmarole um i i would say one of the most frustrating things For me and for, like, I think as knowing, like, people who want to buy just cool kicks to wear, like, with their outfits. Like, you can't buy the cool stuff, like, in a store, usually. Okay. Like, you can't just walk into a Foot Locker (laughs) and buy a pair of Air Jordans nowadays, actually. Or even, um, definitely not, like, the the collaboration ones or, like, the limited edition ones. Um, So, they... So what Nike does, I'm going to use Nike as an example. I think Adidas does something similar. Um, New balancer does something similar too. All these brands is that they will only sell these like these th- these uh like limited edition sneakers at like high end fashion boutiques. Boutiques. So boutiques, okay. yeah, like small shops like that. Wow. Yeah, not like these big chains. Okay. Um. So like I mentioned menswear earlier, and like as a result of like all this research I've done, like I kind of, I can tell you where the best menswear stores are in the country and in Canada. Like I went to Toronto one year and I made it a point just to go to, I'd go to Haven, which is a really like high end, like menswear place. And like, because they would have the, like these sorts of sneakers, but also they have really cool, like clothes to wear or to look at, but there's only, there's like, let's say a handful of stores in the country, in the world, that Nike will allow to sell these things. For example, they call they call this a uh, tier 0 boutiques, tier 0 shops. That's a very in, inside baseball term, but that just means that these these stores have such a good relationship with Nike that like they 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 they're like basically the only people who are allowed to sell these things.
0: Wow, that's wild. I'm blowing your mind okay. I see that yeah. you're, you're just like you're, 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 you're like, like what there's what is layers this? there's levels there's... there's so
1: many this onion is is <laughs> yeah there's a
0: lot going on um that is wild okay so what are like different things that you follow like in order to know where and when the sneakers will come
1: like, yeah so before like when i started this i started this like i mean again i'm not like i'm not trying to be like the crazy sneaker person but i started like 2017 Uh three years ago and like back then if you if you actually knew if knowing the shops in the first place was actually a a big barrier right because like if i didn't tell you that you probably wouldn't have known where to buy these to begin with right but but like i basically found out through my internet deep dive research that uh, basically a listing of all the stores that would stock these and like you kind of just know about okay like i go to bodega in boston or i'd go to um i don't know exhibition in ohio like these are like in, and all these shops have like some online compo- component too but okay. at first like knowing knowing where to go to would be the first f- f- half the battle <laughs> um wow but a lot of these places now and especially in recent years um, it used to be like you could go on the website at seven. Oh, let's say a sneaker launches at, and so sneaker launches are done usually at in the morning at seven a.m. Um, let's say, um, and you go online and you would just like try to buy them like you buy concert tickets or something at like a drop. Okay. <laughs> so you get there and you kind of like try to go to the checkout. Um, I think in the good old days, yeah, you could just do that, and if you were if you were just fast enough, you you could just check them out, um, and 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 do that. But I think as the years have gone by, and the biggest thing now is that people realize they can make money off of these, right? Like, even if you have no desire to wear them or you don't even care about the stories. I think the coolest thing about the sneakers is the stories around them in terms of like where they came from, who's the designer, why does it look this way, what are the details on it, like why is there leather here, why is this cut different color? All those like elements that go into the shoe are not like, even if you don't care about that, you just know that they're worth more money than they're selling for. Right, and so that's why nowadays a lot of straws I think almost every single sneaker now is a raffle, like a like a lottery, where you like submit your your email or your or you go to the store and you drop off like your info, and then you, if you're lucky enough to get drawn, then you can and you've won the chance to purchase them. Wow, basically. you
0: have the opportunity to buy a to give the money if you're on the raffle. If you're lucky, yeah, exactly. If you're lucky, okay. Um,
1: because like yeah, people have. People, it it starts off with okay, uh, I'm gonna get all my my family, like my mom or like my sister, to like enter the raffle with me, and if they win it, they give me the shoe. Um, it's progressed from like that to now, people are just literally coding software that will just submit thousands of entries. If it's email, right, they'll like submit. They're called they call raffle bots or they call bots. They would just automate just pretending like you have all these entries.
0: Got it. So what, what is happening is, yeah, we're having third party seeing a opportunity here to mark yep. up some of these yeah. and resell them. So they are creating bots to be a part of the drops. They buy the shoes
1: yep. and then where they do they resell them? Sell
0: them? Are there like, so there's like companies or resellers that, you know, do this or
1: is it like yeah, Facebook so,
0: marketplace? Or? <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. No, like, so there's, yeah. there's different ways of doing it. Like I think, the the most work and like the best return obviously you have time to go on like you know facebook groups or mm. find direct buyers locally then you just meet them up like you're going on craigslist or something yeah um and you can just sell for cash and that way you don't have to worry about fees or whatnot but then mm-hmm. that requires you to do that so that's a lot of that's a lot of effort but yeah it, it can be profitable um there's also marketplace apps so you can do there's always ebay right good old ebay that's mm. a that's an easy one um mm-hmm. there's a couple of, like sneaker specific kind of uh, uh apps in like marketplaces now like stock x or like the, uh, that's one of the uh, companies and another one's called goat like greatest of all time G-O-A-T. Um <laughs> those are probably the two biggest ones for uh first sneakers specifically. And yeah, you go on there and you just list them. And I found that those like to be the most painless be- as a seller, because you don't have to worry about dealing with actual people. <laughs> you just, if someone yeah. buys it, the company will send you a prepaid like UPS sticker or whatever. And then you just kind of just box it up and ship it off to the, uh, you just drop it off at the, uh, the UPS store, which is super easy. Um the downside is like they do they take they take a bigger cut. So like, you know, they take 10%, I think, nine to ten percent, depending on what you do. But um yeah. So there's all these different like there's like this cottage industry. I guess cottage industry wouldn't be a cottage industry wouldn't be a good term since it's kind of more substantial than nowadays, but it's still like something's propped up in like this middle middleman area between oh, I see selling. That. Yeah, like they're capturing that kind of value of 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 a limited shoe with the demand of it it's obviously supply is not meeting demand so right so it's driving up the it.
0: prices of the shoes to be yeah. quite more than whatever the 220 the $20. something we're talking yeah. about yeah 240 cuz they can be yeah. like thousands of dollars right
1: absolutely yeah like those the shoes i just referred to earlier those jordan 5s like they would cost two four, $50 for me for i i, I, looked, I actually lucked out on a, a lottery i got those from on um, a store. But like they'd be going for eight hundred dollars like if I was sold it on SockX oh, right now. Wow. So that like that delta of few hundred dollars, that's that's like <laughs> the value there. That's oh my goodness. Being, captured, oh,
0: being captured. Interesting. Yeah. So it sounds um, like some people are doing this for the love of the shoe. You know? <laughs> like yeah. shoe purists, they love the shoe, they love the you know the design the features like all of that and then there are some players here that are trying to make the monies um yep. and then there's probably like a mix of both or yeah. who else would you say i guess
1: yeah i would say like honestly if you if you if you if, if this is something you're into nowadays i like could say myself yeah. like you kind of have to do both like
0: uh uh-huh.
1: i can't like if i i only buy shoes that I, that's my rules i only buy something that i would wear I, I only like go after stuff that I personally wear. I think that's cool, and I would honestly like look at it more like what is not in my wardrobe yet, right? Like what colors, yeah. what like things I want. But I'm only buying these like they're, I like how they look. I just want to have something that fit my my fits. Totally. So I can get those fit pics off on Instagram and get those triple digit likes that everyone wants. A little, <laughs> little tappy
0: tap. That's
1: all we want in life. Of
0: course. Um, but
1: <laughs> but um, so yeah, I only buy things that I want. But you can't. It's because of so is so hard and annoying to buy shoes now because you have to end all these raffles you have to do all this research on like where to enter that it's like it you can't if, even if you want something and you know exactly when it's coming out and you know exactly what store to go to like you you won't have a good chance of getting them it's like you have to win the lottery to buy one literally wow. and so like in order what it's become in the last year or so and which is why this has been a, a really shitty hobby and i'm kind of not into it as much anymore is that you have to like enter every raffle because like you have to like you know figure out which ones, whatever ones you hit, it's like your luck for the year or whatever, and then you can, then you can like sell them or trade them to get the ones you want. So, in in essence, like the, this has kind of made everyone a reseller because mm. even if you you, you want even for the love of the game, like you still, it's like a it's a rat race to like. To figure out or to like just get the the funds to buy them because I you know obviously not, very few people can afford eight hundred a thousand dollars shoes like every time they want one so you kind of right. have to have to see what you get and you can trade them for the ones you want if you don't get them and that kind of that sucks because that, that's kind of a basically is a is a never ending cycle vicious cycle <laughs> it just makes <laughs> these even harder to get and more expensive and more annoying and whatnot
0: yeah it so, yes it it doesn't like yeah there's Never a point where you're like, okay, now we've completed the sneaker, like (laughs) the sneaker buying, and now we're good. I mean, it's yeah, you're reselling them, you might be you're kind of like in it. Um, and I was just thinking of, I was just trying to think of like what other industries have, I guess, I was just thinking like concert ticket sales. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, That's a good one. Like, what do we sell today that has created this? I don't know. I'm sure there's like a million examples like, but it has driven up the cost of something that is like, so basic. quote Yeah. Unquote. They're not basic. Were you basic, in a Peloton?
1: But Peloton? Like, there's a you know that thing oh, where it's like the, that yeah. level like of the pandemic, there was like this Facebook group of moms and like kind of Peloton fans, basically that, you know, I, so I don't know if you know this, but like, I, I don't, I've heard that if you are a Peloton member, right. And you like do a hundred rides, whatever you, you get the opportunity to buy like a Peloton t-shirt. Like, hey, like I did 500, 100 rides or like they're, they're merged basically. Yeah. And like people were hoarding all these, all this Peloton merch because there there's a limited quantity of it. Right. And so like these Facebook groups of like, like I'm just, it's stereotypes stereotype like, too, like these moms right. would like, would hoard them and resell them <laughs> for like double the price.
0: Yeah, it's it's fabricating or like creating scarcity around something, around a, a base that's already there, I guess. So it's yeah. like, OK, if we have a thing that's limited edition or just this time or it's like yep. ephemeral or like, a, yeah, maybe someone, an artist is doing a show, a live show, like just at this time or just this day. It's like you have to tune in that day. Otherwise, you miss it. Um, yeah. Like the thing. And it, was, it's, yeah to make yeah to just like drive up the price i guess
1: well it's it just it's it's not it's it's the humans right like people right. people want things and if they can't get it for if they can't get it they can they can give more and more money until some somebody's price is going to be met right like there's a price yeah. at which everything clears and there's a gaming <laughs> component
0: of it it sounds like too where
1: i feel like it's
0: fun to um yeah i think it's fun to like look and see like where you can get a good deal or like where yeah there's. Absolutely you know um it's
1: the like stock market like a mini stock market yeah buy and sell like it's yeah totally. you speculate too.
0: absolutely um okay i'm understanding this a lot more it's very interesting and now i kind of want some fancy you want sneakers some? honestly what?
1: wait so do you do you actually notice when people like me for example like if we go out if it's the same we're yeah. gonna have a nice saturday out like would you notice like if I wore interesting shoes or was that, or just, you know, is that something that actually catches your eye or is um, that just, <laughs>
0: that's a really good question. No. Um, interesting. I
1: think by your hesitation, I think that means like, no,
0: <laughs> I know it's funny. Cause like,
1: that's fine. That's totally a valid answer. Like I, I, I guess <laughs> like,
0: I think you notice things about other people that you notice about yourself, mm. you know? And I don't, since I don't, have nice sneakers or or if maybe if I bought some nice sneakers recently I'd be like oh yeah I really like how he is wearing the black ones with red or whatever like I wouldn't consider that one that's really cool actually or um so yeah I like kind of do and you have some really fun colorful ones or unique looking ones where I'm just like oh my god that's dope but (laughs) um but i don't know but i like didn't know the work that went into getting them too that's fine
1: i i think that's yeah. that's totally cool i think i think at the end of the day i think all these like all these sneaker heads are like it's like the most important thing to them is like <laughs> how they you know they spent hundreds of dollars to buy the shoe or like went to like seventy thousand 000 raffles to get these but at the end of the day it's like you wear them out and like most people have no idea like that And i think that's 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 it's it's totally cool i mean in terms of like I, I personally don't expect other people to like notice it. It's like you're kind of fishing for compliments, like not like that for me. But like, it's just funny how like we put so much effort into this, and I think you know it's it's it's, it's more of like a you if you know you know kind of thing, which right? Is, right. Which is yeah, both totally. really pretentious and also like um, humbling at the same time, which is good. I think some more people should, yeah, yeah, be aware of that.
0: Um. So. Can you tell me about the sneakers that lace themselves?
1: <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. So Nike developed these. Uh, so I, we've all seen Back to the Future. Yeah. Two, right? Okay. So two, Back to the Future two was the one in the future, right? With Marty in the future, and he had these like Nike Nike shoes that would when he put it, when he put his feet in the the laces would auto tighten around his, his shoes. And I remember I saw a the movie uh, movie like what. I don't know when they have came out like twenty years ago, whatever. But like, I was like, "Oh my god, that's the coolest thing! That's what living in the future is like." So Nike actually made these shoes um, a reality uh, a few years ago. Um, originally, I think they were called the ones that Marty had were called the uh, the Mags, M um, A G. Um, and so Nike developed like a more consumer friendly version of those uh, called uh, the first model is called the Hyper Adapt, and they first retail for like I think they retail for six hundred and fifty dollars or seven hundred dollars. Whoa, um, and what, and it, yeah, it was designed by Tinker Hatfield, who designed the, you know, Michael Jordan's shoes back in the day. He's Nike's more most prolific designer, but yeah, um, so I got a pair because I had a pretty bad injury a couple years ago, like with my hand, so I couldn't really tie my shoes, and I wanted to splurge on a gift for myself, so I got a pair of these, uh, these Hyperdeps, and yeah, it's it's interesting, like they they charge via like a key charger. (laughs) Like there's in terms like there's a, it's a wireless charging. So you know your phone, like if you put your phone on, it's kind of like Apple's bag safe where you put on the, the charger, like on a flat mat and they would charge your phone and charges the shoes. Oh my gosh! there's an app where you can like kind of tighten it and, and loosen it and find your perfect fit. So like whenever you put your foot in, it just auto kind of molds your foot.
0: That is so cool. We're in the It is pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it gets you a really good fit. I think that's, it's, it's like a perfect fit kind of thing, which is pretty cool. Like you, you buy your general size, and like because everyone's foot's different, right? So like you, yeah, yeah. buy yeah, general size, and it'll like kind of like mold even further, so it'll have that good support for you. Wow. Um, yeah, I think they're Those cool. They like- I think the the yeah. hardest thing is that they're really expensive. Um, but and they're a little heavy, a little bulky, but I think you know, if they get the tech right, it could be interesting. I know. I love. For, you know,
0: I love having some of that. I don't know, having like a fun tech component to it. Um, the <laughs> only thing hacked. yeah, exactly. <laughs> hack hack the shoes. Um definitely. Uh so I guess one thing I am interested in a little bit, like speaking of like features, so I mean not features, every shoe yeah. is going to lace itself. <laughs> That's like a very um, yeah. specific one, but what are some? We talked a little bit about like branding or like uh, the releases, creating um yeah, yeah, like differentiation between the ones that like you want or don't want. Like, what are some features that you look at, um, or that yeah, that you're considering when you're looking for a new shoe? Features.
1: New yeah. Nice. There's the marketer coming at you. Sally. I know.
0: It's, <laughs> what are the competitive <laughs>
1: features? look at it as fashion like what look at when you buy clothes yeah. or you buy like, when you buy your own footwear like what do you look at and then for me it's going to be more how does it look right what's yeah what are the colors what are the designs on it how does it how's the shape of it like the silhouette we call it okay. um so like you know sometimes it'll be about something that's clean so I think it's pointing in the, in back me but I don't know if you can see those like the these really like kind of solid color shoes right like they're yes. more yeah like like clean kind of like all white or mostly cream color like uh-huh. yeah sometimes i want to i want a clean shoe so it's like that and i get something like that sometimes i want a statement piece so there's like it's probably some really colorful stuff up there um uh, i don't know if you can see it up there there's a abstract art kind of shoe and the story is like hey this is a dutch designer uh, those are para um nike sb nike skateboarding um uh-huh. dunks up there and they're like from a um, he's like an abstract artist who does like skate skateboarding gear but like it's a cool like statement piece, right? It's like you know, for an outfit that you would have, you wear more neutral colors for. But that's like the one thing you want people to, their eyes to be drawn towards. So I look at it as more like design. Like what's the design? Uh, Along uh, with the, so I mentioned story earlier. Story is so important. I think this is why, and I think story is important to everything we do. I think it's a good takeaway for, is that if you make people care about why, why if you make people care, give them the reason to care about the why like the it, it'll make something more innately desirable so like it, yeah i told you like that was by a part um a dutch skateboarder and he's like been doing designs for years and he's like one of the most revered like artists in in, in in the scene that already is like a good start right like that's a kind of interesting story that you can you can kind of use to to, to sell a shoe or whatever um you know the shoes up there uh the, those air jordans that was Inspired by Michael Jordan's in 1985, he famously wanted to wear those colors, but the NBA had this weird rule where, like, you couldn't wear colors on your foot on your shoes that were not the team colors. And like, the the, t- the colors on on those shoes are like black. So Michael Jordan played with the Bulls. They're blue and uh, they're uh, red and white, but these are like red and black, and there's no black in the uniform. And there's like this weird rule. And so he famously wore these um, shoes that were banned. And the colorway is called banned because like they're they're banned, and I think got fined or whatever. I think it's like during an All Star game that this happened. So, whatever. But like, yeah, that's I have your attention, right? That's like an yeah. interesting story to tell. And 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 it doesn't it doesn't hurt that the shoes look really nice. I mean, they're cool. They're clean, right? They're
0: mm-hmm. they got
1: good colors. But like, I think it's when I look at it, something I want to get, it's like that combination of how does it look, cool design, and like the story behind it. If it has one or one or the other, I consider it. If it has both, and that makes something really desirable.
0: Mm. Like, it's like,
1: oh, like this is a um, a famous, this is like a, an iconic design from like 20 years ago that, you know, it's from a, a iconic Japanese designer, like, you know, for example, like, man, I could talk about this for days, but like, yeah, just <laughs> there's so <laughs> many different stories you could tell, right, with these things. And it's, I think that, that's that's a really cool part of it. I think that's something that we can all like, I don't know, find some element that you can take away with, like, just right. get to get people to care because at the end they we're all like, hey, we love stories, right? That's why we that's why we watch stuff. That's why we yeah. we do stuff for the the gram, for the stories, for the <laughs> for the
0: stories for the gram, for the,
1: the memories and the stories.
0: Yeah, no, I think we can all relate to wanting to have a piece of a story or a piece of history or something that um like that's almost like a unique piece of art, kind of like yeah. This, I don't know. We're all like you know, unique. Little snowflakes, exactly, (laughs) and we like to have um, things that kind of help us like express ourselves or like um, show what we're about. And if there's something like the Michael Jordan story, very cool. But yeah, that's also a story of someone um, standing up to an like uh, I guess what institution. (laughs) <laughs> um, I yeah. don't know what you call him NBA But yeah, a, a, yeah. Um, but yeah. Just to it's, be it's, like, it's, it's yeah, real real, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and it's doing it's his own them. thing and being him. And it's like, yep, yeah, exactly. I want to shoot like that. I want to like, <laughs> stand, you know, I want to stand yeah, out. I that... want to like do my thing. I want to be a badass. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess like everyone has their sneakers. It's just what is your sneaker?
1: Wow, that's <laughs> a good tagline. Shit, we should we should start <laughs> our own our own our own collab. Let's do this. <laughs> sally x andy what's x. your
0: sneaker my sneaker is freaking plants like if you plants. ask me yeah if someone's Ooh. like uh
1: you're, you're plant lady now poisoning i'm
0: such a, i'm such a plant oh, wow. lady now if they're like oh look at this blah blah plant in my place i'm like oh this is from south america it grows blah 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 oh, like snap yeah, and it definitely, it doesn't have as compelling stories because at the end of the day, they're, they're just plants. But yeah, it is, but like, kind of fun to, yeah.
1: yeah,
0: it's fun to, like, know where they're from with, you know, how rare they exactly. are. Exactly, where
1: they're from, yeah. Like, where they do. Uh,
0: yeah, exactly, like, where they're from, what's their story, or, like, how you found it because that's always a thing, yep. too, where exactly. it's, like, oh, yep. my gosh, I found this in the most random place in wherever, like, outside South of America. Oakland. Or, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I flew all the way from <laughs> Um, yeah, I have two pairs of
1: shoes for you i got I got these Nike dunks that are uh they're called community they're the themed after for community garden community oh, gardening really? yeah, so Ooh. on the like floral, I, I'll get them for you like well, I, they're in they're in my room somewhere, but cool. they're like this floral print on them and the, the 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 inspiration behind them was that, yeah, like the sense of community, but from community gardens that you people go to meet each other and kind of exchange plant stories. I don't know yeah. they community gardens <laughs> like yeah
0: that's definitely um, my vibe i need yeah,
1: yeah. it's a shoe for everybody sneakers. yeah <laughs> this is a story shoe for everybody
0: yeah this is a story shoe for everyone
1: yeah oh there's this also i true. think there's a, I just looking at my release list there's air jordan threes are coming out they're the chlorophyll colorway it's as you know it's what plant coloring i guess it's green so it's like oh. a plant colorway. Yeah.
0: okay okay all right sure. dude there's a
1: rabbit hole i yeah. think you, i don't know
0: I know, Is it, you
1: think you'll, uh, you think you'll start, start looking at some, some fancy footwear? I think got, I like... am
0: now. <laughs> I, I mean, I love the idea of having comfortable sneakers for yes. all times because yep. wearing, I mean, I don't wear heels anymore, but like <laughs> wearing does? like, I know just, uh, just post pandemic not, really. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just but,
0: um, just but yeah, like going to a show or going out, I would love to have like comfortable sneakers um and if they're fashionable then even better
1: um i on. i was oh, gonna say I-, I actually divide my purchases in like comfortable and or fashionable it's hard to get both actually now like yeah. a lot of these nike shoes are not that comfortable but they look pretty dope oh. whereas like but like if i can ever find a good ultra boost or like something with boost on it like so a lot of kanye uh the yeezys are made with that foam i was telling you about in the beginning that boost oh, foam
0: really?
1: and that makes them super comfortable and that's why like I would honestly wear a lot of Yeezys because they're so comfortable to wear. Like <laughs> they like they feel like they're walking on clouds.
0: Oh my gosh! But okay. yeah, there's, if
1: you can find that whole like combination of both, that's like the holy. That's like the holy grail, rather. So like that's always fun where you can find something yeah. like that. <laughs>
0: it's not easy to find comfortable and stylish things. Just saying. Yeah, in what? general, just, yeah. comfort takes means it's like they invested some time and money in it, and yep. then fashion means it's quick (laughs) and uh (laughs) yeah not quick but yeah it's like a little less uh there's a shorter time or shorter life on different trends and so it's harder to get like the yeah like I guess yeah it's hard to get like the nice comfort features with also things that are gonna be like discontinued in a year or a month maybe I don't know
1: yeah But then the the great circle of fashion life is like what was in like 20 years ago will be in 20 years later, right? Like how the 90s are in now or like dad shoes or Asics and New Balances are in now, whereas like 10 years ago, like when we were (laughs) younger, they probably would not have been.
0: (laughs) You know, something that never came back that I'm pretty upset about is uh, Beanie Babies.
1: Oh, that never did come back. You're right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Held on to those waiting for the moment. They have their little tags. for free
1: college little with them. <laughs> you know, tuition, and... no.
0: <laughs> they never came back.
1: I don't know if those um, are coming back. I think we might need to get like Travis Scott on them and then oh. he can make them cool again.
0: Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> oh,
1: get like think the, the biggest hype person right. is. I think it's probably Travis. So Travis Scott is like literally the most hype sneaker guy now. Like everything oh. that has a Travis Scott like collab on it is instantly going for like thousands of dollars. Yeah, Hello. it's for some reason. Yeah, everyone loves the Travis Scott, but like, <laughs> but yeah, that's like, and that's like where we are today with the sneaker debate. Is like the difference between like sneaker heads and sneaker culture. Sneaker culture is more what we we're just talking about, right? Like, hey, making it your own, expressing yourself, having you know, good good story, and kind of like you know, have that 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 that. Just human like kind of connection or as being a sneaker is more about literally like <laughs> beanie baby collecting for the future right like you're you're buying them right. as an investment you're buying and selling them only because like there's it's something to buy and sell and i think i think they're i think one is kind of i'm not gonna say poison might be like a too too big of a word but yeah it's like it's making it not fun for for a lot of people and i think that's it's out of i think we're, we're almost at a point where and one of my favorite like fashion bro podcasts mentions this. Is, like, we're ready for a post sneaker world, where yeah, where like it's it's gonna. I'm gonna buy some more loafers and more like suede yeah. like <laughs> lounge <laughs> shoes because the rat race of buying these sneakers is insane. Like, and it's just in terms of like the effort it takes hours of effort to research, and then you mm-hmm. have to pay for them. And it's like it's just so mentally grueling that yeah. it's, it's gonna this is gonna implode on itself very soon it's gonna bubble <laughs> that's that's the exact we're in a bubble i think that's that's the uh the idea right now bubble.
0: um <clears throat> i think that might be a good place to take it yeah? out have yeah. i told you everything
1: you need to know about sneakers i'm I, sure yeah i'm available follow-ups
0: like, <laughs> yeah i know i might i might do some follow-ups i might look at some <laughs> sneaks um know. i might look at some different things that are coming out but yeah i think it'd be really fun to have like a, a nice pair of sneakers so yeah i mean I is there
1: is there I, part- is there a particular outfit you want to like dress for or like kind of vibe we can like we can do this yeah. like, a, like a style consultation and we could just like, <laughs> okay. okay yeah
0: <laughs> yeah. i'm thinking yeah like uh something i could wear casually and then okay. out with something like a dress to an event that i would be doing a lot of walking in
1: Okay. So I mean it's outdoors maybe like yep. outdoors Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: outdoors? Okay.
1: Nice. So something you can dress up and down. Yeah, something uh, I no, can up or up down. Rather, down. Rather, not up yeah, down. <laughs> up or
0: down. Um yeah. I'm going to have to think more about this one.
1: Yeah, um, no, that's a good start. We'll uh we'll we'll, we'll circle back offline.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we will circle back and hopefully they're not thousands of dollars. Um I'm sure whatever whatever I pick usually is like it's crazy expensive and it's like, oh you want that one? Like, oh shoot. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Cause I have good absolutely taste.
1: yeah. You have a good eye for those things. So that's yeah. it's a very validating thing, I would say.
0: Oh thank you. I have the
1: same I have the same problem. So yeah, 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 yeah.
0: It's it's a curse. Having it's a this curse, exactly taste. yeah, it's just so hard having <laughs> oh, this, taste this great. I know. God,
1: with great power comes great responsibility. Someone told me that once
0: it's great, great, great responsibility to
1: buy shit yeah exactly exactly and <laughs> all the monies
0: oh man yeah well thank you for giving us all of your knowledge on on the sneakers. yeah and
1: i am not the noob in this one but you are and you tell me you, i'm gonna send a survey out later and you can yes. tell me how yeah I mean, I really but yeah, yeah no happy to not be the noob for once and impart some knowledge and thanks for having a novice mindset about this because I, I feel like this has become like a dude's hobby just i don't know maybe it's just because like, i i want to interact with this who's in the sneakers mm-hmm. is like a dude but like it just feels very like insular like bubbly um um like within its own bubble so i think it's i welcome the opportunity to to espouse knowledge on yes. <laughs> someone who's who's willing to learn so i think that's
0: yes no uh, yeah drop (laughs) all the sneaker knowledge i think it's fascinating how it's become like i don't know how it's become this uh um market for things (laughs) yeah this like market and like the stories behind it and the effort and i've seen the lines of people around waiting and i'm just like what is up with this (laughs) so i feel like i understand it a little bit more and really at the end of the day it's just having a you know a piece of a story, having yeah. you know something that you're excited about, something that you can talk to your friends about. It's a community. It sounds like
1: <laughs> yeah, a it can be yeah. to do with your
0: friends. Yeah, um, yeah. if you know, you ways. know. <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I love that. Well, thanks everybody for joining the pod today. Again, this was two yeah, noobs one pod um make sure to you, like
1: comment subscribe all yes of
0: like <laughs> comment subscribe <laughs> subscribe if you like us uh if you have and you feedback, like us even if you
1: don't like us subscribe i think
0: yeah just subscribe just subscribe either way yeah. i
1: mean either yeah.
0: way um we'd appreciate that and yeah if you do have feedback positive or negative please let us know uh we have our handles andy where can people reach you
1: uh you can find me at renowned on twitter or instagram
0: great and i am at sf stone 11 uh, on instagram if you want to reach out and yeah and
1: give us give us some constructive criticism we probably won't take it but we'll happy to take it from you and
0: yeah <laughs> andy is really excited to take your constructive feedback um, you can <laughs> give me all the of the positive
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: andy yeah, is, just
1: gives out all the compliments and give me like all the
0: yeah andy is taking a tally of all the constructive comments so um make sure you tag him i'm just kidding <laughs> okay all right with Damn. that um we'll see you in the next one we'll bye, see ya guys all right <laughs> bye, bye.